Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what am I going to have to drag out of you on this week's show? Ryan, if you think our knowledge of geography is bad, and it is, someone out there took it to a whole other level with embarrassing results. More on that later. And in the age of spree killers, there's still a place left for those serial killers. What about you, Ryan? Makes me happy to hear, Tyler. Mm -hmm. This week, I have a case of historical petty culture that you are going to love. And why is it so hard to tell when we're being defensive? I'm not, but you are. <laughs> On this week's Those Guys You Hate. Living with neighbors is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, living with anybody is hard, but living with strangers next to you can be very tough. Do you agree? Absolutely. I, I was just having the thought a, a couple days ago where your neighbors can either enrich your experience of where you live or make it hell. One million percent. Or or roommates are, is an even more extreme. Sure. I tell people, younger people at the restaurant, hey, be very careful who you move in with. That mm. is a relationship. It's like it's like marrying somebody. It's very important. Without a doubt. And, and you know, when you're younger, you think like, oh, we're going to move in and we're going to party. It's easy to party. Sure. Find somebody who's able to clean up. That <laughs> is the rub. And everybody, you know, you worry about going to jail and you worry about getting stuck with somebody who's like super aggressive. Hell hath no fury. Mm-hmm. Like two early 20s women who have a place together that now hate each other. Yep. That is a vicious, vicious place to be. Yep. They are, I, You, I, we got petty culture coming up. They are, they could be very petty. V- uh, vindictive, I believe is the word. Vindictive. Women can be mean. Guys will just fight it out. Women sure. will, you know, poison the well. Mm-hmm. Now, the, here's my issues with roommates. Here's my issues with neighbors. Here's my issues just in general. I am now at a point in my life where I'm having trouble knowing when to argue about something and when to be humble about something. Like, am I being a baby here? Do, mm-hmm. do you ever go through that kind of uh, internal math? Without a doubt. I, I try my best, and I'm not always successful, but I've gotten much better. I try my best to ask myself, no matter how sh- assured I am that I'm right, am I wrong? Is it possible One million percent. that I am wrong? And the, and the thing is, is, if you're asking yourself, is it possible that I'm wrong? The answer is always yes. Never. <laughs> Never. You key that car, you key it now. Um, that's why it's a Kia. I, I, that is the thing, and I'm constant. You can see it on my face when I'm running that math in my head, mm. but I want to be humbler. I want to be somebody who can get along with less because I think that just makes life easier. Sure. Yeah, without a doubt, it's you really got to pick your battles, man. And you learn as you age, but you just got to pick your battles because you get to a point where you just don't have as, the, as much energy as you did back in the day for <laughs> yeah, fights. That's exactly I, right. I get exhausted now. These brass knuckles are heavy, man. <laughs> uh, but you know what does make me want to fight? It's been documented on this show. Littering. Littering, it, it, it brings out something primal in me. I, me I, I, I do love the earth. I, it's my favorite planet I've ever lived on. And, and I, I feel protective of it. There's something about that that makes me want to fight. Yeah. Well, and it's, 
getting away from from even the earth itself. It's just, dude, this is a communal area. We're we, going to have to at some we, point get away from the earth. Yeah, that's true. But we are sharing this space. Why the fuck are you dirtying it up, man? I'm looking at the same shit you got to look at. I am so glad that you said that, Tyler, because there is a neighbor that we live next to who has had a, I don't know, 60, 65 inch TV box. Oh my God. Outside of there. Hold on. Hold on. Don't blow my load. I was irate. <laughs> I, irate. I almost sent you a picture of it, but I wanted to talk about it here. So they have had, <sighs> this is the same people that like started a pile of all their junk, like a month and a half before bulk pickup. They yeah. had a, a, a pile of junk where I'm thinking, I don't know when bulk pickup is, but I don't think it's coming. Mm -hmm. This is now part of our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Finally it came, but right after that, they had a 65 inch TV box out front of their house for like two weeks. It just sat there. It just sat and, there. And it I, looks like a nice TV. It, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to definitely steal that. <laughs> and you're just advertising to everybody what kind of equipment you got in your well, house. Well, now they've confused everybody, <laughs> but please continue. Well, and and yeah, I would drive by it, and every time I would think, why don't they just break it down? They could easily, you could easily just, just cut it into un pieces. Undo the tape, fold it up, and put it in the garbage It's can. a pain in the ass, but it's necessary to be able to throw out big boxes, and our world is now replete. With cardboard boxes. It is, that is like the new plastic bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Amazon be shipping y'all. Yeah. So to wrap this up in a terrible poisonous little package, I, we live in one of these, how would you describe this? Um, it's like a multi-community community, where right? It's like you drive through one main thoroughfare and there's little offshoots. You crush that. Of all these different communities. Right. So there's different communities with different signs, with different names, yep. depending upon your income level. We're at the very bottom. And, <laughs> Still uh, nice though. <laughs> no, it's very nice. But I mean, damn, do I want to get into whatever Sao Paulo is over there. So as I'm driving, I'm taking the main thoroughfare, as you said, uh -huh. the main street to get out. On this beautiful area with palm trees and, and what you see in the postcards for, for Florida and Miami, there sits a 65-inch TV box. Our neighbors just drug it out to the, to the side of this beautiful street and just left it there for everybody to see. No shame. No, and just leaned it up against the tree. Just lean it up against a tree. It's, it's like we all know it was yours. It's all it's on display. They did it in a way that that is they want to get caught. They they like it. Mm -hmm. I say we take that box and we bring it back. <laughs> I say we boomerang that box. Put it right back in front of their house. Well, I, I swear to you, and now I'm thinking that there may be somebody who's crazy enough to do that may also be crazy enough to shoot you in the face. Yep. Maybe they want that. But and I you also don't want problems like that with your neighbors. So they can, like I said, make your life a hell hell. You're giving good, you're giving good advice right now right now and i'm refusing it tyler i am gonna boomerang that but i'm not but there's like, a part of me that wants you to it's hurtful yeah. it's hurtful and i don't let's be better people yeah <laughs> welcome to the show tyler hey. those guys you hate ryan menendez tyler menendez over there mm. and you make this those guys you hate that's right how you doing this week my boy uh, doing well, doing well, had a long weekend. I expended pretty much all my energy for the week. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a rough five days Okay, moving forward. Okay. That's fine. That's, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll take care of the things around here. Appreciate now, Tyler, you. um, was it fun? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I had I, a great time. I can tell that you're tired, but, but you're, we're here. Yeah. We're ready to make a podcast. We're going to do it. And we are going to crush it. Now, mm -hmm. as we start, I would like to tell you. I met, like I told you, this was a crazy week. I'm not going to spend this whole episode telling stories, but I met, hey, did you ever meet somebody? This is almost like the stand-up comedy uh, conversation that we were having. 
Now, if somebody is outrageous during stand-up comedy, you can either say, like, this guy is just trying to be outrageous and mm-hmm. just... Tra-, or somebody could be like Anthony Jeselnik, if you appreciate that kind of humor, where it's like you're constantly on the line, but there's something to it. There's something... You're, you're, there's you're, wit. You're being, you're being creative. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're dancing it perfectly. Do you like Anthony Jeselnik? That's exactly where my brain went when you brought up that comedy. Like, he is one of my favorites. Yeah, well, he is he is outrageous, but you you never know where the outrage is coming mm-hmm. from. It's the turn of a phrase, it, you know. I met, I would say maybe the Anthony Jeselnik of Apple employees, Tyler. That's a weird sentence. That's <laughs> that a, weird a weird sentence. sentence. But but I met this guy while taking my son to go get his. You ever go to the Apple Bar? What's that called? The Apple, the Apple Field? Or, that's the one. That's it. I, uh, An apple field is something else. <laughs> you ever go apple picking, Tyler? <laughs> but I went in. You ever go over there? That place, that's something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a like a, a room from the future. It's it's mar- it's marketing in action. Like you're standing in Not marketing. This Absolutely. is a place where my mind is telling me I want to be based off of what they're telling me. Mm-hmm. So we're there, and there's a lot of commotion. Apple, they'd be making some cash, y'all. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. So we're there. They, apparently, they've made it so that you can't take the battery out of your phone. So we need them for pretty much everything. And I'm there. Mm-hmm. And the person who's helping us, black guy, mid-30s, name, Adolfo. Okay? Adolfo. Adolfo. Okay. Now, the thing about this guy is he gave me so many experiences of fear while we met each other. He was touching as many third rails as he possibly could while still remaining likable. It was inc- Do you know anybody like that where you're like, oh, shit. Okay, you got me back. Oh, shit. Okay, you got me back. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. The moment that we start, he is very nice. So I say, man, I pre-, you know, this is my one of my lines that I say all the time. I appreciate you being so nice. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I don't know why I do that. It just, I feel like it brings niceness out of people. You know what I mean? Sure, and you're just showing your appreciation for them. And people aren't always nice. So I'm mm-hmm. saying, and he says, hey, no problem, man. I, I, I like to speak to people like they're my cousin or my uncle. You come in here, I'm going to tell you. I mean, this guy's talking fast. You could tell he's super smart. Sure. And he then says something to us in Hebrew. Okay. 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 Not something that you would expect just, you know, from where we were and, and I said, oh, that's awesome. And he said, yeah, when I talk to people in Hebrew, they just can't, it, you know, I, I, I think outside the box. I, mm. I, I don't think like everybody else. I've been reading a book. Let, let's say you're talking to an employee. What's the, I don't know, what's probably the number one book that you would not want an employee at your store to bring up? I mean, some some religious text, I would imagine, like any any Bible or anything like that. Well, he says, I've been reading a book. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Have you ever heard of Mein Kampf? <laughs> Jeez. And I look at my son, <laughs> and he looks at me, and I say, I've heard of it. <laughs> kind of popular. I've heard of it. <laughs> sure. Now, can you tell the people who don't know what Mein Kampf is? Uh, mein Kampf, I believe, was the, it was like kind of like the diary of Hitler, wasn't it? It was. It means my struggle. Uh-huh. And it was written by one Adolf Fitzgerald Hitler. Did you make that middle name I up? Did. Okay. I did. <laughs> it's a new joke that I'm starting to go with where you throw a ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So he brought up Mein Kampf. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What's your thought on that? Um, 
Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like learning about history. I actually have it in my Audible list. I just haven't li- listened to it He yet. said it, guys. Come on in here and get them. We got them. We, we've been recording this, so it'll hold up. It's a 35-year sting. We finally got them. <laughs> he did it. He did it. So so, uh, so he says that he's been reading Mein Kampf, and I all of a sudden... This guy got so close to so many different... Now, he, he said... Basically, what you said—it's good thing to—it's a good thing to read, so you know your history, and history doesn't mm-hmm. repeat it. Okay, so you brought me back. This guy at one point told me there was a woman there with a dog, and everybody was stopping to pet the dog. People love petting dogs, sure. and I said, "I got to get me a dog." Mm-hmm. And he then told me how he does not believe in the human pet relationship because pets can't consent. He thinks that it is wrong because pets. Can't consent, Tyler. Okay. That's an incredible take. <laughs> that is an inc- I said the dogs domesticated us. He took it a step further, Tyler. Sure. I mean, Adolfo, and his name was Adolfo, remember that? Uh-huh. This guy took me around the world mm. on Hot Topics. And I got to tell you, I ended up loving him. And he goes to the same gym that I do. So hopefully there's going to be a little more Adolfo Ryan Menendez connection in nice. the future. Just make sure you don't ask him uh, to follow up on his reading. He's taking me to read. church. <laughs> so I am really look, it's in Poland or something, but we're going to have say. a good time. That makes me happy. Something, something. Depression index. Mm-hmm. Adolfo, you crazy, my dog. Clearly made an impression. He, You know what? Genuinely at the end. He said to RJ, because no we, I, I let him go, man, and we connected. We had some intelligent conversation, and he told RJ at the very end. He held his shoulder, and he said, this guy's a superhero right here. This guy loves you. This guy is willing to do Like, he said so many nice things about my parenting and stuff like that. It really deeply touched me. Yeah, it's really nice. I don't care how much of a Nazi you are. You're coming to family dinner. Tyler. A, a black Jewish Nazi. <laughs> no, This is a wonderful world we live He's in. He's like a human centipede in one guy. Uh, depression Index is, it's a segment that we do on the show we pretend that we have a machine just so we could talk about self-help tyler how are you doing pretend what have i been cranking all these years these fbi agents are way too close <laughs> i don't want them to know about our machine tyler what uh <laughs> what have i been cranking all these years <laughs> the fuck well how are you doing this week my boy uh, i've been better but it's what's uh, the matter it's, tyler it's all because of talk my, to papa my own decision making um <laughs> My own decision making. I have no one to blame but myself. I blame you too. Uh, thank you. Sure. Thank you. Always keeping me in check. Now was now okay. So I will ask you. So you have you've you've lived the week an extended weekend. Mm-hmm. You you got after it this week. I got after it this week. You got after it this without week. without a doubt. You are now at the. You've crossed the finish line. You are now in recovery. Was it worth it? Obviously, your relationships and all that stuff was. But mm-hmm. right now, how do you feel about it? Um, I'm the time. I'm really happy. I I spent doing what I was doing. You're with but people you loved, which absolute, is always great. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But there, there is always that feeling of like... Doing whippets. Did I need to do this to myself? Yeah. What am I, 16 whippets? No, excuse <laughs> me. That's the type of dog I want to get. Um, yeah, and it was it's just this, <laughs> this feeling of, of just like, nah, I had a great time, but I wonder if I could have a great time without getting fucked up. That's the deal, man. <laughs> That's the deal. With my whole week, I, I, I wasn't the worst that I've ever been, but man, did I drink a lot. Yeah. It, it, drinking is such a huge part of what it is that I'm doing and I can't ever just drink a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, I, I've I've genuinely considered, and it's something I'm just, you know, I'm just playing around with in my head, but I think I'm coming to a point where I'm just going to have to quit drinking like full stop because as you said, 
I can't, once that starts, I, I can't do a little bit. It's either I don't do it or I or I drink do, until do I'm all of it. or all of it. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, <laughs> alcoholism. Let's give it up, baby. Do, uh, do you say that you're an alcoholic? You wouldn't say that. No, no. I, I think that I am an alcoholic. I think, and not based off of how often I drink, because I don't. I drink so much less now than I used to. Mm. Uh, it's my inability to stop once I start. I don't want to say inability, but you know my reluctance to stop yeah. and how my addictive brain convinces me, dude, just have this one drink and it's going to ease everything. Mm -hmm. And it does. Yep. It's that seventh and eighth one that just really get things going. Yeah. Yeah. That they may. Yeah. The seventh and eighth one will make it really loose. But man, those taste good. The seven. Sure. Ones. Those sure. are my favorites. Uh, so my theme, I guess, for this week is just treat your body Right. Don't tell me what to do. Treat your body right. <laughs> you treat your body right. I, I really need to. Yeah. And this is and this is advice coming from somebody who doesn't really do that. So sometimes, I that's not true. Yeah, sometimes I do, but I'm I'm, I'm giving this. <laughs> All right, I do sometimes. I'm giving this uh, advice to myself as much as I'm giving it to others. It's the best kind of advice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, on that note, I will say this week I am at a five right. Spin One, two, wheel. three, four, five. Gay it up, Tyler. Okay, I'm going to do another shameful admission one. I am now at this point in my life where I am really either stripping away foundational beliefs that I have, like really doing some deep, deep... Can you do therapy on yourself? Absolutely, for sure. I mean, it's... it's, it's you can do it to a certain degree, but you you want other you want other perspectives. Okay, I'm afraid to tell people the thoughts that I'm having, but uh -huh. I am stripping away what I believe are foundational beliefs. Remember, this is a shameful admission, I think, but it's just the whatever. Remember when I said a couple weeks ago that I was a hater? Like it almost shocked me to find out. Like sometimes I hear people giving me good news, and it affects me adversely in whatever way that is. Mm. That is not who I want to be. That's not who I thought that I was. And I think that I've portrayed that behavior for a while without totally noticing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this week I am now realizing that I have a defensive stance on almost everything. When I meet people, I, 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 in a lot of ways, I come almost from a defensive place. And I think that that has been my behavior for the longest time and I'm just noticing it now. Like mm -hmm. I'm noticing how detailed it is. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I I think it's awesome that you're willing to acknowledge it. Please don't tell anybody and, else. Yeah, hey, don't worry. This don't right worry. This will you and me. stay between you, me, and the millions of people who listen to this. Uh, you guys too. Uh, <laughs> circle of trust. <laughs> One giant circle. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, no matter what the behavior is, it's as long as you're willing to acknowledge it and work to improve it, then it's all good, you know? Nobody's I, nobody's perfect. I agree, but what has been so awe-inspiring to me is how hard that can be to notice. These I'm having these big giant sweeping realizations and then I'm want, not not that I'm beating myself up for it, but I'm thinking, how did I never notice this before? Mm. It's been staring me right in the face. Well, as I said, as long as you're willing to acknowledge it and here you are getting on our show and and saying it out loud and it's your your you're wanting to change the behavior. That's all you need and then, and then the change will come over time. Well, and and what I think and just to I mean really really gay this up. Mm -hmm. What I think that I've recognized is I want so much love from other people. That matters to me. Relationships are sure. my number one priority. That's what I believe makes life good. Mm. 
if I want to be loved by other people, I have to treat people with that exact same love. Sure. I have to and yourself. offer it first. Mm -hmm. And that's instead of being defensive, instead of always trying to protect myself for no reason, I told you it was gay. This week, I am at a three, baby. I'm nice. at the Illuminati. Nice. And I'm feeling Illuminati, Tyler. I think uh, the first rule of meeting the Illuminati is you don't talk about it. And I think that's the second rule as well. Or maybe I'm thinking of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're not an Illuminati, Tyler. You can't remember a couple damn rules. Plus, I just don't look good in a big flowing robe that for some reason. That is not true, Tyler. That is not true. True. You got the cankles for it. You know what else you got? Mm. Ryan's Vault of Sound. Ooh. Ryan's Vault of Sound. Tyler, petty culture. Mm. Have you ever heard that term? Petty culture? No, I don't think so. I, I understand the premise. What is your thoughts on being, I, I think this kind of works into my defensive, uh, my defensive take here. Mm -hmm. How common is people being defensive in our society today? I need a numerical value. I can't give you a numerical value, but Six. wildly, wildly popular. It's kind of baked into the bread at this point, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, and the, with, specifically with the way that uh, politics have gone the last 10 years or Who'd so. Who'd you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something witty, like bring up some esoteric uh, politician. I got nothing. Oh, man. I, nothing. I, I like this version of you, actually. Sure, it gives sure. me time to shine. <laughs> I, um, it, it's the whole premise of don't take responsibility, deflect, and, and be petty towards other people. And man, has that whole attitude just taken off recently. Well, it, it feels worse than it's ever been, but I have proof that pettiness has been around forever, okay? Mm. Beethoven. You heard of him? Sure. I believe it's pronounced Beethoven, but whatever. Um, big deal. Yeah, he was kind of good on the, what was it, the trumpet? He, he was the violin? No, you're thinking of Louis Armstrong. Ah, you're thinking gotcha. of old Satchmo over there. Um, really interesting. A musician for all time. Went deaf. Yeah. Learn how to play the piano by biting on a metal rod. That's that's, in, that's, that's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. Um have you ever heard the song and I dude, I practice this, so please get ready with the nailed it. Fjord Elisa. Nailed it. Thank you. Uh no, I've never heard of that. I before. think people here refer to it as Fur Elise, but it's Fjord Elisa. You could tell I listen on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I I I'm, I know you're you're <laughs> sensual. I know you're nailing the the words, but I, I don't like what you're doing with I your did. face as you say it. There's an umlaut over the U gotcha. for everybody. So, gotcha. uh, do you know the song that I'm referencing? You know it, but you just don't know the title of it. Mm. This is it right here. Maybe, of course, maybe the most famous piece of piano ever written, right there. So, Beethoven's feud. Elisa was actually made for one of his students. He wrote it for one of his students oh, nice. that he was in love with named Therese. Okay. okay. That's All beautiful. Right. Yeah. That's really nice. Look, I don't know about teachers dating their students, but you know, what are you going to do? He did work in an elementary school, but back, it was different back in those times. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Weird joke there. Yeah. Right? Sure. Uh, now yeah. this was the thing about Therese. She was a mediocre piano player so he made a melody that was so easy that she could play it and impress people which is very interesting to think that went on to be the most famous piece of piano ever right no joke now here is where the pettiness comes in and you tell me what you think about it he proposed to Therese 
She turned him down and was later married to the Austrian nobleman Wilhelm von Drosdick. Okay? All right. And that was before he had finished writing the song. Mm -hmm. Okay? So in historical petty culture, he then went on to write the second part of the piece. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. He made it so complicated that she would never be able to play the song <laughs> again. And that is historical petty culture. And he's like, oh, yeah? Yeah, you like Wilhelm? How about... <laughs> Tickle the ivories, baby. And that is Ryan's Volta Sound. Wow. So it, it, it dates back... Uh you know, that was the first case. It, it, no, it, it dates back forever. It's and it's like within our DNA of be to be petty. One hundred percent. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you. Then when Oog picked up on Tuk Tuk's girl, I guarantee you there was a whoopee cushion. There was a. Uh, I can't think of a second example, but you know uh, what I'm doing sure, there. You sure, sure. They, they found some of those uh, those whoopee cushions in in Giza. Can't be fucking with Tuk Tuk's girl. No, 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 no. Cool, dude. Nobody fucks with Tuk Tuk. Where are we at? 33? All right. Sounds about right. Let's do a quick get in. All right. And we'll take a little brisque. Tyler, jump into my rowboat. We're going to Brazil. Ugh. I am not rowing our asses all the way to Brazil. Well, now we're just going in circles if you're not going to do anything here, Tyler. Now, I got this story from the New York Post. This is something that happened earlier this year, and I... I I don't want to speak on anything that's going to... Tell you, you got to row, dude. You got to row, otherwise I we're refuse. just going to be sitting here. I'm exhausted just from sitting. <laughs> now you want me to row? Get out of here. I'm going to try to harness the seagull. <laughs> All right. Guns. Do you love them or do you really love them? <laughs> Those are my only two yeah, options. That's it. I really, really love them. I, uh, I'm a gun owner, so I like them. Now, you you bought gun, you bought a gun back, like, way back in the day. Uh, do you still feel the same way about them that you did when you... Because I thought you were going to go into full, like, militia mode when that when <laughs> no. that started. You are headed in that direction. No, no. I uh, Yeah, I just... I, I, I don't mind them. I just think that there needs to be a, a shitload of respect for them because yeah. of, you know, they're made to kill people. I'm just looking forward to when drones make guns obsolete. That's yeah. going to be super cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that because mm-hmm. I love drones. Sure. January 16th in Brazil, there was a gun-loving lawyer named Leandro Matthias de Noveas. Okay? Nailed it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And he was taking his mother to get scanned um, to, to, to get an MRI. I think that I have this right. Right. To okay. get an MRI. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, he had a registered firearm in his possession. Okay. Okay. Now, my, my question is this. Uh, wh- I mean, I'm asking you such an overarching question here that you're not going to have the answer to. Why Why are guns so much of a problem here in America as opposed to the rest of the world? I know Brazil has all sorts of problems of its own. Sure. I'm just talking about in general. Well, it's uh, about, our, first of all, our culture. We're very, you know, uh, even back from when we won our freedom from, from Britain, uh, like everybody had a gun. You got, you know, when you were born into a family and you were a, a man, you were raised learning how to shoot guns. Sure. And so they've been part of our culture for so long. And then on top of that, you have special interest groups like the NRA who spend lots of money to make sure that laws can't be changed to make it more restrictive to get a gun. 
that is the people whose houses I was at on Friday oh, night. There that you is go. Like, Tyler, I'm so I think I saw Charleston Heston there. <laughs> um, so this guy, whenever you're going in, have you ever gotten an MRI? I I my son got an MRI. It was very scary. No, I don't think so. When you go in no. there, you have to remove all the metal objects because an MRI is a giant magnet. Mm-hmm. You gotta take off rings, you gotta whatever the deal is. And that's just protocol. Uh, Novias decided to go in without announcing his concealed weapon. Okay. Now, I don't know if you're seeing the Looney Looney Tunes logic in how this goes. Machine yanked the weapon from his waist. The machine yanked the weapon from his waistband, causing it to go off and shot the lawyer in the stomach, Tyler. Shot him in the stomach, and uh, he hung on for weeks and then died oh, on February 6th. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So so my question is this. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Yeah. No, that's super fucked up. And, <laughs> and, and, and His it, poor mom. Especially the fact that, that he didn't tell anybody. That was like Magneto at the beginning of uh, First Class. Sure. You know what I mean? That's sure. just awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, that's terrible. Isn't that crazy? That's really terrible. Yeah. That's my get-in for this week. I... Let's chill with the guns. Let's, I don't want to be like... Ryan Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to be parental here, and I got plenty of problems that could be pointed out. Let's chill with the guns, guys. Hey, America, put the guns down, or, okay? Or at least either guns or magnets. We need to stop one of them. <laughs> you choose. Oh, now we got a war on magnets over I, you here. You know what? I just don't trust them. I'm going to convince Tyler, and we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. If you're anything like us, you struggle with depression, anxiety, isolation, or any number of things that hold you back in life. Or do you procrastinate a little too much? Maybe you've had trouble with self-control or even just going through a tough time. Regardless of whatever it is you're going through, therapy can help. For me, Ryan, it's completely changed the way I deal with my problems. Even the relationship with my own thoughts have improved dramatically. And that's why we're excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is so important to us because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you up to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. Go to betterhelp.com slash those guys or click on the link in the show's description. Clicking on that link not only supports us, but supports you. And we want to support you too by giving you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp to connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. Finding the right therapist is so important. Someone that you really connect with. And BetterHelp has made that easier than ever. Switching therapists until you find the right one without having to worry about insurance or any additional fees. You know, Tyler, when I first had my son, I felt so many emotions that I had never experienced in my life. Therapy really helped me figure out what was going on. Well, that is betterhelp.com slash those guys. Help the show by supporting the people that help us. Guys, recently Lucio took his U.S. citizenship uh, citizenship test. You hate. Could you ask me the question again? How long do you think uh, the average person has to wait to take the mm. U.S. citizenship citizenship test? Go fuck yourself. Those guys, you hate. Guys, you hate. Guys, you hate.
And we're back. Red Circle. And we are back, man. Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're back. (laughs) So what's going on? Tyler, is this what it's like to have a good football team? This is what it's like to have a good football team. I am peeing my panties right now. This is fun, bro. This is fun. Panties? Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I, I be your best I, self. I just, man, it has been so long for me that I, th- this is so much fun to be excited about. Football, yeah. be awesome, y'all. And New England, chupa me pinga. <laughs> Tyler. Not even the football team. He's just talking to that whole area of the country. I'm talking to, to Sal. <laughs> I'm talking to Polly. I'm talking to all of them. But Tyler, uh, before we do that, I've got breaking news. Connecticut woman claims she chopped down on a severed finger that was mixed in with her chopped salad. Have you heard about this, Tyler? No. Earlier this week, a woman in Connecticut went to, do you know the restaurant Chopped? Yes. Went to Chopped, ordered salad, got a finger. You think she had to pay extra for that? It's it's a meat crouton. Gotcha. And it's actually, they're, they're very hard to come by. Mm. What happened was, and I think everybody's gonna ask the same question, a manager accidentally lopped it off while dicing arugula, which is disgusting. Arugula is disgusting. Oh, it's just all it's just off. Give me the finger. I would ra- <laughs> How do you not how do you not stop production for a little bit? Do you not notice that you chopped off your finger? Yeah, yeah. I, like, how do we not just chill for a minute? Mm. If anybody sees a pinky, it's mine. Yeah, hey guys, I dropped something. Right. If everybody could stop for just a second and look around is for it. Is it a contact? Yeah, I um that that is the, obviously the first question is where did the finger come from? Now that we know, yes. The, my nef, my next uh, question, my follow up will be, how do you lose a finger and not notice? Well, do you remember that that big Wendy scandal where somebody found a finger in their chili? Yeah, yeah. It turned out to be bullshit or whatever. What? And then somebody, no, no, no. She put the yeah, finger no, in I the remember. chili herself, and then everybody was like, "Where'd you get a <laughs> finger?" Wait, you guys don't just have fingers lying around? <laughs> that's very strange. Yeah, so that is, uh, that's what it reminded me of. That is breaking news. And man, do I love that 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 sound. So crisp. So official. Yeah, we got we to gotta start reading the news more because I like that. Sure. Speaking of reading the news, Tyler, mm-hmm. you generally do a segment where you have a good story. You have a bad story. You have an interesting story. Also you put true. it over Western music for some reason. I do. It's yeah. very strange. And, yeah. uh, oh, you know why? The good, the bad, and the ugly was yep. a Western. Yep. All coming back. Yep. This is how it goes. Yes. G-B-I. Good, bad, and interesting. Let's we'll jump right into it, Ryan. Let's get it. With our first good Ultra gay. <laughs> I like that. So our uh, our first good story. You know how I love to talk about when we as a species help animals, help regrow a population of animals. I mean, because we decimated them. Obviously, I was going to say yeah, yeah, yeah. those numbers are not close. But yes, yes, not it, even remotely close. People love animals, of people, course, and it, it connects in a way that humans don't sometimes, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, two thousand captive southern white rhinos have been saved and are now going to be released into protective areas of Africa. 
protective sanctuaries. I love as that. It were. And rhinos were heavily Poached. hunted mm-hmm. because their horns were mm-hmm. supposed to make you horny. I don't know if it's used as an aphrodisiac, but it's so many different animals. Just sit on it. Okay. <laughs> right? That gets I me mean, going. You may get hard, but you'll also have a lot of other internal problems. But only one time. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. So uh, now they have re... What, what do they call that? They have not regrown, but they have repopulated. Well, these, these specifically are 2,000 white rhinos that were being held captive, dare I say. I, I say... Uh, I dare you to say it. They say actu- it. They actually... I dare. <laughs> and they, uh, they actually represent about 15% of America's, uh, of Africa's remaining white rhino population. So this is 15% of the entire species in this one area. So now a venture is being undertaken in order to move them to different parts of Africa, as you can imagine. So they can repopulate in different areas? Yeah, yeah. And, and be got pro- something in my throat. No problem. Yeah. And, be, uh, <laughs> and be protected because yeah. they are poached like crazy, as yeah, you said. Yeah, that is, that, that is pretty crazy. And I think a lot of those Big time safari animals, they're 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 dying at an exponential rate. Like you are, like you'll say something about a particular type of tiger, and there's two hundred in the world, yep. and that's just that's insane. Yeah, people pay a lot of money for all the different parts of these animals, and the rarer they are, meaning the more endangered they are, the more expensive it is for their. Parts. I want a tiger. I would like a tiger. I would like, uh, I've always wanted to do like a real life Calvin and Hobbes situation. Oh, I nice. want him to be playful and I want him to know how to draw and we would go, you know, flirt with Susie Durkins, you know? Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, yeah, I would eat you immediately. We'll talk about it. Yep. We'll figure it out. Yep. We don't have to make any decisions yep. right now. Yep. For a bad Ryan. You are an idiot. Assume that wasn't pointed at me directly. Probably a few too many haws in that one, but whatever. I, dis- I disagree. <laughs> right amount of haws. Well, as I said in the intro, Ryan, there is still a place in this world for serial killers. I, I, <laughs> I get that it's this. It's the time of the spree killer. It's America, I guess. I get it. This is an ode to a to an older time. Yeah, this is weird the way I, that I, you're, I, you're, I, you're you're writing a love letter to serial killers, and I cosign. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel bad about it. And it's actually not fair what I'm doing because three people have died so I probably shouldn't be so whimsical about it. And I believe, I know, true crime has just mutated us as a society. It, it really We're like, has. Do you hear how many heads he had, baby? <laughs> um, I believe the serial killers are still out there. We just love the classics. We love the Martin Brandos and the Steve yeah. McQueens of serial killers. Mm-hmm. They're still out there. It's just not I think in 30 years from now you'll hear about the ones from today. No, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, They need to have a little, they need time to soak and you gotta that ripen. way, mm-hmm, uh-huh. exactly, like a fine wine. And these helicopter moms are making it so hard for them. You know what I mean? Let <laughs> your kid go to the store. Say, put their ass on a bike and let them just ride out into, the, <laughs> into nowhere. All right, I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> well, uh, police in, Lo- in Los Angeles said that they are searching for a potential serial killer who has targeted three men, all of whom were homeless. So they're going after, he's going after people that are available at all times of night. The less dead, what was, what was that term? Well, it's the less dead, yes, but thankfully the police do seem like they're, like very often you'll see if throughout history, police departments and officials don't ever want to admit that they're dealing with a serial killer. 
And why why is that? Because it, you immediately start getting pressure from your community to solve it. People are scared. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, you, the, the one that I immediately think of is the Night Stalker, where the Night Stalker, where there was the, oh, yeah. the, the electric, what was that called? Where the electricity is going in and out. There are power surges. So oh, yeah. The, you know, Los Angeles and, and California would go into pitch blackness mm -hmm. and he would just walk around trying outdoors. And if it was open, that meant the devil wanted you dead. Yep. And he, it got to a point where they were like almost shutting the entire city better down. Time. <laughs> a better time. It was uh, doing what we did during the pandemic, but before it was cool. Everybody stay in your homes. Let's bring back leaded fuel. Is that a crazy idea? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm going to huff this gas <laughs> until I change my mind. I am angry. <laughs> well, yeah, he uh, apparently, whoever this guy is, we know that it's a man and he seems to be white. How do how do we know that? There's a still image from a, from a video camera up on like a building or something okay. like that. And they released a photo of him. But as you can imagine, it's nighttime. It's far away. And for some reason, cameras on the outside of buildings are still using like 1970s. Sure. It makes uh, it fun. I don't know why. Why don't they do the CSI thing where they're like, zoom in, enhance it, enhance it, <laughs> enhance it. That's my neighbor, Bill. <laughs> Do enhanced. Well, and that's uh, and so what he'll do is he will wait till the middle of the night. He will go out, find his victim, a homeless person. These three people are homeless people who were just sleeping on the street. He walks right up to him on foot and shoots him dead. Just pop, 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 shoots him in the chest. That is. Gets in his car and drives away. That is uninspired. That yeah. is. We were talking about stand-up comedians who just want to be outrageous mm -hmm. just to punch you in the face with it. That is. Serial killing at the most foundational level. Without like, a doubt. Did you even really kill? For sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pathetic. Uh, yeah, it's like going fishing in an aquarium. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Are we? Are we? Uh, Have I beaten this metaphor to death? Just a little bit. Like a homeless person. Uh, so so far, the the victims are 37 years old, 62 years old, and 52 years old. So he doesn't care as long as they're homeless and available. As, as long as they're easy. He don't give a shit. That's terrible. So that's a, bad, that's a bad story. It is a bad story. So so they're telling they're they're getting out on the news and they're saying, listen, if you do experience homelessness, if you know somebody who is homeless, please get a house. Please reach out to them and tell them not to be alone. Tell them not to f find a a center where you can stay. That's but can you imagine being unhoused? I think is how you're supposed to say it now. In that community, you already have such few options. That's got to be terrifying, and I, I know so many people are so many of these people are already dealing with mental issues. That's mm. got to exacerbate things to the fullest degree, without a doubt. It's yeah. like an, I, first I can't even get away from the weather, and now I can't even get away from. I can't even get away. No, we're keeping that in. Damn it! I cannot wait to hear. For, for, for. <laughs> for, for, for. It's raining knives, <laughs> and now I can't even get away from death itself, yeah, yeah. man. That's crazy. It, you know what? I assume this guy is listening right now. This is Ryan Menendez. Knock it off. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't kill and don't do it. Yeah, okay? knock it off. Not cool. And uh, that's that's ugly on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. Let's go into interesting, Ryan. Was that Sean Connery himself? I don't think so. I think it was just a mimicking of him. We can review. All right. I'm not <laughs> sure how we will look that up. I got this. All right. So as I said at the beginning of the show, yes, Ryan, you and I, our geography, geography skills are eh. They're, sure. They're just eh. Well said. Yeah. Uh, we, we are very knowledgeable in a lot of areas. Most of them will never make us a dollar. Nope. Geography is just not our jam. Not our jam. It, it doesn't interest me. Mm -mm. I don't care. 
Well, a official in Paraguay has had to resign after he signed a document. Uh, these men were uh, portrayed themselves as wanting to establish diplomatic relations between Paraguay and their home, the United States of Kailasa. Okay. I got a little vacation place over there. Sure. Uh -huh. Signed all the documents. They were getting ready to move forward with, you know, building their their uh, brand between them and whatnot. Come to find out, that place does not exist. What? That place does not exist. What? Who have I been paying this rent to? <laughs> he signed all these documents and, and went forward with it, I guess, like to his boss, to where the boss had to go, this isn't a real place on earth. <laughs> Why is it so hard on me? I, I tried to do good. I'm your daughter's husband. <laughs> yeah, that's a... See, when we make a mistake, it's on this podcast and people just talk shit a little bit. Sure. This seems like an international incident. Yep. So what ended up happening? I mean, he had to He had to quit. He had to okay. quit. And it was really embarrassing, obviously. That's just... I mean, that's... that That's... Unintelligence that echoes a little bit. Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, of course. But the the thing is, yeah. At least it takes a simple Google search, man. Type in the name if you've never heard of the country before. Type it into Google. It'll I don't tell like you. that as a life rule. I just it, trust them. Just trust. Just them. trust everybody. Uh, just blindly sign the contract and just hope it works out. Uh huh. Well, in the document, complete with the ministry's letterhead and official seal. Remember, these people are went all out on this sure. scam. <laughs> And it uses ring and push down on the wax. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, the Honorable Nithyananada <laughs> Parameshivam, Sovereign of the United States of Kailasa. Why do you do this to yourself? I don't know. It's, I, don't it's, know. I don't mind being the butt of a joke if it makes people laugh. I love it. Uh, and praises his contributions to Hinduism, humanity, and the Republic of Paraguay. Okay, well... You know, invest. It, it, people are catfishing out here, man. Investigate. Don't just sign <laughs> treaties with countries without looking into them. How, do they have, a, you know, any sort of a, a criminal past? Yeah. What do their roommates have to say about <laughs> them as a country? They never cleaned up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, and it's still not known to this day what their motives are because they didn't get anything out of it. This seemed to just be a scam just to do a scam. Wouldn't that be a great story to tell at a cocktail <laughs> sure. party? Well, that's a story that nobody would believe. Like, okay, yeah, sure. You scam the pair. I have the documents in my trousers. <laughs> oh, man. So that one is, uh, that one's embarrassing. I like it. Yeah. That's so. interesting. So that was uh, Good, Bad, and the Interesting, y'all. Fantastic, Tyler. Fantastic. You did a great job. Thank you. pulled you. yourself up by your bootstraps. I don't know what that means. People say it all the time. Neither do I. And uh, we can review. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And uh, please tell people how they can get in touch with us. Uh, go to thoseguysyouhate.com mm -hmm. and click on all the links and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. So those guys underscore you hate at Instagram. Mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to try to get on there. We are, try, right? we are trying to try. We yes. are trying to try. We are doing our best to try. We have put down a foundational premise of what we're going to do when we start trying. Is exactly. that fair to say? Yeah. What what so, it's going to look like after we begin to finally start trying, it's going to be amazing. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate you guys so much. Um, Katricia, I'm saying to you specifically, we we love you and your mm -hmm. support. Drusifer, all these guys who really help us out foundationally from episode to episode, we love you guys. Very much. And we're going to be playing with the format here on the show a little bit. So probably tickle its undercarriage. Probably starting uh, next week, you're going to see a different format. We, we hope you 
very much like it. Well, we're, we're planning on trying, so it may not work out next week, but whatever. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get through But that. we are trying to try. Tyler. I, I promise you that. <laughs> Do you? Uh, we also have, we also have, I don't know, who cares? We also have a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> what? With Katricia, with Podcast Granny. Oh, uh, you guys were serious And about that. Oh, we're serious. And boy, is she going to yell at us. Just yeah. letting you know. Not afraid of her. Yeah. Mom, Tyler, what is the moral of the story? It's okay to trust the ladies and gentlemen, but don't believe everything you hear, okay? A simple Google search will save you so many headaches, all right? I love the idea of trusting others, but don't be foolish about it, okay? I disagree. Okay. I don't believe you when you say that. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Don't make your defining characteristic gun owner. I mean, I could I could do a list of things that, and I guess I'm just speaking to my own sensibilities here, but don't make your defining characteristic sports team, X, whatever, sports mm-hmm. team X. Don't make it gun carrier. Don't make it guy who brings up politics in all the wrong times. Let's really think about who we want to be foundationally. Let's, mm-hmm. let, what do we really want to be our avatar next to our social media icon? Let's let's make it something that is helpful. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Or stop making it all about your car as well, okay? And, and as you said, the the profile picture that you're using. Why is it a car? You're not a transformer. <laughs> stop making these things the identi- your your entire identity. I think that that is exactly true. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. I'm a car. Red circle. Red circle. So I went to this comedy show last night, and it was pretty uh, pretty offensive. Mm-hmm. They said some things there. Uh, what is your take on that? Like, um, I mean, it's. I think humor done in a in a tactful way that is offensive can be really really funny. But there are people that will get on stage and be offensive just for the sake of being offensive. And it's like trying to beat the audience uh, over their heads with a with a mallet, you know? It's like there's no surgical precision sure. here. You're just like uh, little kids shouting out the new bad word that he learned. Yeah, it's like, let me see if I can turn people's stomach with the words that I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, no, but I mean, this one, there was references to like incest and the F word was said. And sure. um, I mean, was it funny? It was very funny. Oh, okay. It was very funny. I was drunk, though, so I don't know. I guess you'd have to ask that guy. Sure. But, uh, no, it was enjoyable. It was at a quality inn. Uh-huh. It was it was fun, though. I had a really good time. I had a crazy weekend, Tyler. Okay. I, I had a crazy weekend. It's, you keep alluding to it. I want to hear about it. Well, I am. I, I went and saw the Travis Scott concert. Oh, yeah. How, how was that? I was crazy. Yeah. Travis Scott, most notably... Kardashian baby daddy mm-hmm. rapper. <laughs> oh yeah, also that's, a rapper. That's right. yeah. I'm like, where's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> I came here specifically for the babies. <laughs> this guy better bring out Skrillex, or else I'm gonna <laughs> fucking flip out. No, but um, was there a lot of moshing there? There was. It's mm. the new school heavy metal, bro. Sure. It is. Are we still making heavy metal? 
No, no. I mean, we are, but it's nothing like what it was back Dude, in the day. Dude, this was the, the the pits of hell. The the gate to hell mm-hmm. was nice. It had a it had a big, large stage. The stage reminded me of, forgive me if I'm dating myself here, uh-huh. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Do you know what that? It was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, sure. They had a big old uh, face uh, in the background. It was like a different, yes. Yeah. Omec. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. I wouldn't have. <laughs> Or Zordon. I don't remember which big face it was. But uh, so it was this cre- incredible stage. It was like, the, the you know, the catwalk that he could walk was like a quarter of a mile long. It was crazy awesome. as shit. And it, I won't even go into the whole thing, but it had these big giant floating heads. Mm-hmm. Or these big giant floating heads where lasers were shooting out of the eyes well, and shit. Well, that sounds crazy. And um, members of the audience could get on top of the head, like two at a time, and they like snapped them in. And they were flying over the concert as the concert was playing, watching from, you know, down below. That sounds insane. It was crazy. I, and I was there. I was with my son. I'm like, we should be on drugs right now. This is what a waste. <laughs> you didn't bring the drugs? Oh, but damn it, son. You're punished. But, I mean, I'll end that story with he got up there with, like, a little kid. There was, like, maybe a seven-year-old who got on the head. He got on the head with the seven-year-old kid. And I'm like, this is awesome. That is really cool. It starts flying up. The kid immediately starts jumping he's jumping Travis Scott grabs him like a parent he grabs him yeah. and held his hand while he rapped and I thought it was the most adorable thing I had ever seen my favorite part of the show well after good dad. after what happened at his last show when like people got I like, don't know really, what you're talking about really injured I don't he know he held that kid's hand Tyler <laughs> I don't know if that was like a parental <laughs> sensation or if he was just like nope nope I ain't getting sued again you, screw that you think his internal lawyer went off and he's like damn it kid <laughs> more than likely uh, my son's grandmother on the other side is super religious. Oh, she, yeah. she reached out to me and begged me not to go. Yeah. In yes. your stupid face, Nana. Seems a bit strong. <laughs> Seems a bit strong. It does. And he has all that symbology. Or I'm, I don't think I'm using that word right. He has all the symbolism there um, that it is very dark. It is very, uh, it's interesting. Sure. But, uh, also uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I enjoyed myself. I'm glad you had a good time. Did your did your son have a good time? What are you looking at right now? I was just setting up the sound effects for uh, okay. for, right. I just, for GBI. I feel like I'm talking to myself here. I'm literally responding uh, no, to I know, you. I know, but I, I feed off our energy time. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Like photosynthesis. That's okay. Finish what you're doing. Also, did, did he have a good time? Oh, yeah. Bl- you know what? I'll, I'll take a quick pause on the humor of the show here mm-hmm. for a moment. Mm-hmm. He screamed out every word. He very deeply connects to music, and it was an awesome father-son moment. I, That's awesome. I, I really, it's the first time he's ever been to a, a, a musical show which was music that he wanted to be a part of. Sure. And he very much connected with it. And he almost cried. It was mm. it was super sweet. Didn't oh, fully cool. cry. And I'm like, a little disappointing. Yeah. You know? Don't cry. You're going to ruin the day. No, it's like when you buy your mom a present. If she doesn't cry, then was it worth the money? Well, that's when you just suck her right there. Right <laughs> in the, suck her? Suck her right you in the chin. Her. Yeah, we're dealing with our mother. So you don't hit a woman. Like a pugilist. You suck them. You suck it to me Suck now. it to them. And, uh, and the only other story, I, I, I had all these things happen to me. I'll, I'll make this one super quick. Mm-hmm. Got invited a- after my bar shift on Friday night, had these young uh, people who I've grown very fond of, new, new friends of mine from the bar. They said, hey, we just finished, uh, we just finished a wedding. We stopping here to see you. Have a quick drink. We're going to the after party. You want to go to the after party? Mm. I went to the after party and Tyler, I was in a mil- millions upon million dollar compound. Oh, nice. Like a real compound with young Republican, 
Mm-hmm. I assume reptiles. I think I met the Illuminati. Oh. I'm not kidding. Nice. I, I believe that I spent Friday, no, let's say early Saturday morning with the people who are going to be making the decisions for America in 25 years. Oh, good. So, you, you weaseled your way in there, huh? I, I, Very nice. I, and you know what? Um, I'm being dead serious. I mean, this was a house unlike anything I had ever met. It was six families living on, let's say, like a hotel, all living together. It was a compound. That sounds pretty cool. You know what the Illuminati does at their after-hour parties? What's that? They play flip cup. They uh, they uh, order sure. Papa John's pizzas. Oh, they're just know? like us. They're just like us. There were stem cells on the pizza, which uh, I thought like, yeah, mwah. Got you. They've evolved from the baby blood, yeah, so that's fine. Gold leaf is so last year. Sure. Give me some stem cells. It was it was pretty crazy, and uh, I did feel out of place in my uh, you know shoes for cruise. You know, you you aren't a you aren't a lizard person that's taken over my brother's body, are you? I why did you just blink sideways? I am gonna finish <laughs> eating this fly, and I'm gonna answer that. Wholeheartedly. Do you ever, are you ever around people where, are you awed easily by money? No. No? No. No, it's, it's, I can be, I can be impressed, of course, you know, like, like when you, things that are much more uh, expensive versions of things that I have, you right. know, uh, but, but in terms of like the way that I perceive you, no, it, it means nothing to me. For me, it's, it's not even like this guy that I know younger than me. It's not the money. It's not what he has. It is the entrepreneurial spirit, that thing where you're just a go-getter. And, mm. and the guy is super humble. I could not have had a better time. It's awesome. Uh, I think I have a crush on him. Oh, okay. I, I really do. I really do. And I, I, I want to make sure that I say it in the right way, uh, sexually. Yeah. He's just, man, his hair and it just. Mm. And they say romance is dead. <sighs> that old guy from your bar that keeps wanting you to give him a kiss is going to be very jealous when he finds He's out. He's just not my type. <laughs> He's just not my type, man. I'm not looking for the California raisin dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> just don't knock it until you tried it. Jeez. All right. Let's uh, let's stop like concreting my homosexuality. Yeah. And yeah. Get wrist deep into the show. It was. It was crazy. Even last night, I went over to you know Bill and Jen and all of them. Dude, they have fucking so much money. They're yeah. like living in the middle of Pinecrest mm-hmm. where, where there is no, you know, whatever. And they're living in these mansions. It's crazy. Man. That's awesome. And it's, it's, I don't, I'm almost embarrassed because I, I do like assign some sort of quality to them just as like, I don't know, like society has told me to revere rich people. I don't know why. That's why you got to fight the power, man. Sure. Burn down their house. Let's, we'll bleep that <laughs> and I'll, I'll consider it. I'll think about it. Mark. Or red circle, whatever. Both. How you doing? I'm good. You feeling good? Uh, <laughs> not great. Not great. I wish we had. I wish we had talked about that on the on the on the pregame. You just tired? Yeah. You're not. I'm, yeah. I don't say that based off of no, you doing no, no, it. Okay. I'm, I'm just asking you. No, no, it's okay. You're it's doing. Okay. You're doing great so far. Thank I'll you. carry this thing. Thank you, buddy. 